0: Hey everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly PR recap and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter and hosted by me, Callie Darcy. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. Okay,
1: so why don't we start by having you guys introduce each other. That is so clever. (laughs) So this is Derek DeVries. He is a digital strategist with Lambert Edwards and Associates. They're kind of a big deal. Right. Um, he happens to also be my husband. Ugh. I know. Who knew? Gross. And he's an adjunct um, professor at Grand Valley. He teaches the technology class, CAP 105, um, Advertising and Public Relations Technology.
0: Hmm. Thank you for helping me with my technology a minute ago.
2: (laughs) I don't know that it was much help, but, uh. So this is Adrienne Wallace. Uh, she is my wife. Uh, Lise, I'm
1: glad you leads with wife. Like that's my biggest well, <laughs> accomplishment and I'm, and I'm in life.
0: At least, you know, it's... you said husband, and he like had to be like, and also my wife, yes. <laughs> and also mine. We're together in this. Yes. This is actually a partnership.
2: I have a ring. I have documents. Uh, <laughs> mostly the
0: documents. Mostly
2: the documents, though. <laughs> uh, but she is uh, multi talented. She is uh, work. She's a. Uh, do you have a- What's your title? <laughs> at eight three four, like. Intern wrangler. Mom. Mom, office mom.
1: I'm a director. Director, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, at a very obviously. established and reasonably amazing co- company called 834 Design. No
2: yes, marketing. but you're also a full-time faculty, tenured f- tenure-track faculty mm-hmm. member at Grand Valley State University.
1: Celebrated
0: that at a party
2: tonight. And uh, a, a PhD student at Western Michigan University. Mm-hmm. So you know it's 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 all it's I'm a tired that makes me it's tired. a full menu i know yeah, yeah. I, like well i got tired just saying it all mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
0: yeah it sounds like he's just listening when you complain about stuff yeah
1: so, so he knows he knows the places of work and some of the ideas right he only picks the highlights which are like the names and like the location he doesn't actually know any details yeah that's fine that's yeah, all just you need Top line it for me I did and... you just look
0: up her linkedin Is that... yeah that's exactly <laughs> what just happened <laughs> so that's fine it's like a mm-hmm. so this is just like a tinder profile for business mm-hmm. right exactly is there a
2: glossary i can read
0: yeah it'll be in the appendix. Um, so how, why why we're here today is because you both came into a PRSSA meeting mm-hmm. and gave a lot of really good insights about digital concepting and also how those come into play with jobs that may not necessarily all just be direct APR jobs, correct? Yes. Yep. How about we go through some of those highlights for anyone who maybe wasn't taking very good notes or wasn't able to go? What are sure. some like basics that we can start off with with what what is Zoom, like what are digital concepts anyway
1: sure so I guess we wanted to make sure that we were able to expand um, we both teach CAP 105 which is the technology class And we really wanted to expand um, upon strategy which we only get to do in the classroom for that class like a hot second because there are like a million other things you have to teach in that class and so we really wanted to be able to prepare the PRSSA chapter for the potential of walking into a situation where you're the youngest person in the room. Hence, obviously, you are a technological master. Obviously, I'm so good with my Mac Because of the interwebs that you grew up with. And we wanted to make sure that you had a sound background in strategy, not just here are a bunch of great ideas, tactics, throw them at a wall, hope they stick, um, but actually have the, you know, the boundless knowledge that comes in being strategic, I think.
2: Yeah, it's so that you can it's so you can be uh, selective and uh, and and efficient in choosing the things that you throw at the wall and <laughs> hope that they
0: stick. So, why do you think that maybe? I mean, everyone assumes that as millennials, for the most part, as college students, we're very technologically advanced anyway. Um, wh- where are we wrong in that? So, maybe we know how to use a Facebook, but what else? Like, what else is there?
2: Sure. Yeah. That it's that's a that's a common uh, misconception and it's it's because knowing how to use a tool doesn't necessarily mean knowing how to use it in the context of a brand or some of the extra features that aren't usually available to the average uh, person so uh, pages you know Facebook pages for example people know what they would say and how they would say it on their own Facebook per, uh, profile timeline but when you're managing a page, And you're managing ads and maybe you're managing a remarketing campaign and maybe you're managing uh, some apps or some contests or things like that it's all a lot of stuff that uh, you know young people don't necessarily have experience with because it's not something that you know comes up it's not something that is a daily activity so even snapchat you may know how to send snaps and make stories but you may not have made a filter before or you may not know the process for creating lenses, uh, and, and that kind of thing. So it's it's you know there's a, there's a lot more underneath the surface of all these tools, and that's one of the things that we we try to talk about is you know so that you can be smart in in explaining them and pitching them to uh, to your colleagues and supervisors.
1: And just because I mean I'm going to reiterate this point because you grew up with Facebook or you grew up with Twitter or maybe you had, you know, a MySpace page before all your friends or whatever, um, doesn't mean you can articulate a brand um, mission, vision um, to the, you know, the correct stakeholders at the right time. I mean, there's so many variables involved and simply saying because you grew up in that space is, I mean, it's sort of insulting, actually, because you're much larger than just the generation you grew up in. And so... Um, I feel like when we put the onus on you, we are also taking it off of us and our responsibility to be stewards of resources and learn these skills as well as part of our ongoing education for Gen X, you know, um, boomers, et cetera. And we're just throwing it at you. I mean, with really ill regard to teaching you, training you, helping you, shepherding you. And we're just hoping you're going to be like the magic pill. And I think that's really, really careless.
0: What do you think are some ways that maybe students can can practice these tactics and kind of like learn other than so they can come into an office and say, you know, yes, I know Facebook, I've ran a page or I like, how do you think is a good way for someone to get involved in doing things that can give them practice that's more than just utilizing what everyone else already knows?
1: Sure. So I think that kind of an overlooked opportunity is any club, group, nonprofit or volunteer opportunity that you might have as a student that might be willing to invest just a little bit of trust in you to do something really great that they frankly probably don't have the resources or time to do themselves for practice. And if there's anything we know about digital medium, um, like like Facebook, let's say, it's that what was good yesterday, is probably not going to be okay tomorrow, or maybe even today. So having the ability to practice, um, fail, and I don't mean in the like post like some kind of awful video, <laughs> inappropriate for work kind of thing, fail, but I mean like maybe not get the best results, but do it in a responsible manner. I feel like practice is the only way you can kind of learn these these types of tricks. Let's say, and they change every five seconds. I feel like. I mean. The jobs that Derek and I both work in, frankly, didn't even exist when we were in college. So there wasn't like the technology class to teach us how to do the job we were going to get 10 years after we graduated or more. Um, And so having kind of this as a student, you have to have this characteristic about you that is okay to try and fail. Or push buttons until something breaks or makes noise or does the right thing, just like we were doing a minute ago (laughs) with this podcast. Very good at pressing a lot of
0: buttons and clicking a lot of things and doing a lot of Googling and then nothing works. Right.
1: And then, you know, being able to not be afraid of that. And I will say I am genuinely concerned about that because I think that we've broken you kind of to a degree where you're not willing to just go out there and try those things. Um, You're afraid you're going to get it wrong and then that's going to be like the end of the world. And I... Take some responsibility for that as a person older than you, as well as your parents should and like everybody else. But um, teaching to tests, making things perfect or not. I mean, I you know, penicillin wasn't discovered the first time. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> like all these things that don't make any sense about the first time and being able to be kind of reckless but in a responsible way and um, make that stuff happen in a safe environment where somebody trusts you. So practice. What I don't love is when people, um, of course, we won't mention any names, but where keep pe- me in this podcast. So <laughs> I bet you any money <laughs> when people um, put you in front of like they like they bring you into a firm, let's say, and we just hand over the reins to like the client um, Twitter and the client Facebook because we don't feel like doing it, like it's beneath us. Instead of training you, um, and frankly, I don't. If I were a company, I wouldn't want an intern running my crap like that. On you know. You know, unsupervised basically because it's meaningful and it's the first, um, I guess, entry into your brand that a lot of people have. And so having it be supervised and meaningful and have practice and practical application, you kind of have to ask for the keys to that and be trusted with that. And it's not just, it shouldn't just be given to you. And I don't think you want the responsibility of it just being thrown on you. I mean, that's insane. No, still still no to commitment for me. Right, right. It's been weeks and I still, still can't commit. So I would say having the ability to practice in a safe environment um, t- with some kind of training wheels at first, but also taking some chances that you might not do it right the first time.
2: Yeah, so also, uh, you know, even, even if you don't have an organization that you're involved with uh, that you can volunteer for and do this kind of activity for, there's nothing stopping anybody from just creating a Facebook brand page. You can do that. It's free. There's nothing stopping anybody from uh, creating a Twitter ads account. You can do that. It's free. Uh, And pretty much any of the other, you can. I, I imagine you could even convert your face, your Instagram account to a business profile, which is one of the features. And then you can start to poke around and see what's on the back end of those things. You start to see things like the analytics and all of the settings and. How you manage roles so that you could have a, a team of several people working with different levels of access so that some people are just sort of content edit, uh, you know, entry people. Some people are uh, you know higher up editors that can approve content and schedule it in. And some people are administrators that can run the whole shebang. And that's that's where you start getting that practice. It helps though, to have a context. So if you've got a club or a charity that you're involved with that you could you know practice with, uh, or a parent that has a business, um, you know, small, small businesses can always use help. Um, or if you just are really a big fan of a brand, you know, create a sort of hidden page and try stuff out. If you were the brand, what would you say? Because that's the challenge is, you know, what you would say as a person, what your what your priorities for uh, publishing content or engaging with people are. But it's a whole other ball game to try to think of what that would be for a brand. What does it look like to have a calendar that's not all of the same thing? That's not all photos. That's not all links to things you think are interesting. That's not all videos. How do you balance that? What What do you say about the things that you post? That's where you start to understand you know, what it is to, to run social media for a brand. And that's something that I've been working in this for, you know, almost 20 years. And every time we bring on a new client and take over their social media, it's a conversation and it's a process. It's something that you learn. You don't, nobody's like, you know, born with this. And it's different from organization to organization. There should always be a learning process where you're figuring out what their, uh, you know, what, which are their, how their key messages will be expressed, how their, how their, you know, brand guidelines uh, apply to things like profile images or cover images and all that good stuff.
0: So would you both agree then that maybe if someone is maybe afraid to just jump in and start something new that they should do some maybe some research and maybe try to see what platforms mean what and maybe do – like we do that in school and we know some things from, from classes, but maybe something on their own that's maybe more in-depth, like, like starting like a feedly and trying to understand some of those – Like industry, like I didn't, I didn't even know that Instagram had a business feature and I probably should have known that, you know, and I, and I do read a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's part of my job. So, you know, do you think that that's a good, a place that someone could start also and maybe how to, how to go about starting that?
1: Yeah. And so I'm going to kind of interject just a little bit here because you want to be careful with that, obviously that you're not starting up brand pages that are not yours. I just want to put that little measure in there. But um, I think something that we kind of haven't really talked about yet here is, Perhaps you know somebody like a Derek or an Adrian in a firm that would be willing to have you come in and just kind of look. Um, He mentioned how you can have like advertiser privileges, editor privileges. There's also an analysis or analytics privilege in there that you can just look at the numbers. Um, I don't, I feel like we have a pretty great community that would entertain the idea of you sitting down next to them while you do reports every job shadow, first week of every you know, month or whatever, like we do. Um, and then you could just kind of, you know, someone like Derek or or whatever could walk you through exactly what they do to prepare client reports. And that's not giving away like brand secrets. And that's not like involving any risk to a company or anything like that, really. And um, I think that that would be if somebody just sat down one on one with you, I mean, that would be really powerful. It's much better than you know the learning environment of even a classroom where we do a lot of analytics training. But I feel like Analytics is one of those things that if you don't have really good examples like happening right now, it's hard to kind of get because you weren't the one that did the work to make the numbers. So reading the numbers back to you might not make any sense in the beginning. So, um, yeah, a job shadow is always a good idea. Um, I mean, establish a relationship. Just don't call up like a firm and be like, hey, I want to job shadow you. I mean, let me you know, in, let do me some in. networking. Right? <laughs> you don't like sit and like blow on the glass before they open at like 8 <laughs> o'clock in the morning or anything. But um, do some networking through even LinkedIn and find somebody that would be willing to spend an hour with you. I mean, an hour is not asking a lot. You bring in coffee, they give you some, you know – good advice, win-win kind of a thing. But Don't
0: spill the coffee all over their no, floor. No. Keep it away from the laptop. Um, I've done that to Adrian before.
1: <laughs> where she this was true. helping me
0: and I dropped a whole venti coffee is, on your true. on your office. Luckily
1: it was your coffee and not mine though. So, yes. still okay. Yeah, that's fine. And
0: luckily your carpet was weirdly so gross anyway, yeah.
1: so it's really not a big deal.
0: But side note, definitely don't do that. Just, <laughs> that's my advice. <laughs>
2: There's essentially options available depending on your learning style. So if you learn better from someone, then, you know, by all means, seek somebody out. If you learn, if you like to just read, there's all of this stuff is published somewhere in a blog or it's available on a podcast somewhere uh, that is updated regularly, similar to this podcast. And so you can find a way to do that. Or if you just like to experiment, you can do that as well by just creating the asset and leaving it unpublished or leaving it as Mm -hmm. a a secret page and trying things out. Um, And I had another. Oh, uh, the the other thing is most of the social media platforms, they want their their businesses and brands to succeed. So they have really robust resources for learning how to do this stuff. You can pretty much uh, Facebook will have a section for just for businesses about how to use Facebook ads, how to use Facebook pages and all the features. Same thing with LinkedIn. Same thing with Twitter. Same thing with Instagram. They all want businesses to spend money with them and to succeed uh, because that's how they, you know, that's how they make their shareholders happy. So they have really great videos and tutorials and and things like that that you can access for free. There's no cost involved. You just have to go to Facebook and find the business section and start plugging away.
0: So we we talked about, you know, social and is, is social the only part of digital you think that people should know about? Nope.
2: There's a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, was, that was good. That was a good softball. Um, yeah. There, the digital encompasses a broad ar- array of, of things. So everything from uh, multimedia production, like we're doing now, to um, web development, to um, email marketing and and beyond. It uh, also text marketing or, you know, apps and, and all that kind of stuff. So there's any organization that is doing this well is integrating multiple levels of, of digital together along with their traditional efforts too. So that's where, that's where the strategy comes in is leveraging all these together and having them all row in the same direction.
1: Yeah. Differentiation of audience message. I mean, it's no different than like if you were producing a print piece Um, it's just trying to find the right person, place, thing, time, you know, it's the perfect, um, mix up of all of the elements, all the variables to get you the result that you're looking for in a measured way. So if you're trying something, keep track of it. You're going to have some benchmarks. There's going to be some kind of an evaluation. You know, we love doing evaluation um, because we like to see results. And if we've done something right, then those should speak favorably. And if we haven't, then we have some experimenting to do or some changes to make. Um, So, you know, all social is digital, but not all digital is social, as Derek always says in class. So um it's something that you constantly have to keep up on because i mean these little things just pop up and you're like oh my gosh it's another thing just like you said you know you're a prolific instagrammer and yeah, i never knew and you didn't know i mean that's just that's totally normal because the things change so fast and furiously that um you know it's not snapchat anymore any it's snap right so yeah. it's just like a whole I different i know kind of, tbt to the chat right <laughs> and so um just keeping forward on those and understanding that at any time, the mix could change. Um, any time the tools could change. Tools go out of business all the time, um, which is equal parts awesome and frustrating because it's great that the market is maturing and developing and changing, but also you do get kind of attached to stuff. And when it goes away or when like the dashboard changes, it's like, oh my gosh. I have or to the start- bird. <laughs> right. Right. Or the like, the like to heart and right. whatever it was. So. And it's just, you know, you get so used to it and you're finally you're like, I know exactly what I'm doing. And then you don't so much. So,
2: But that's, okay. that's the, the good thing is that's how all of us learn, no matter how many mm-hmm. years of experience we have. Totally. We all have to stay involved and, and up to speed on things. And, and we create our own little communities. There's a secret Facebook group Ooh, that... Not secret not anymore. Like, yeah. Well, wow. Wow.
1: You just blew it. The first
2: rule of growing up in social media club is you don't. (laughs) Don't talk
1: Uh, talk about it. Well, it is the great equalizer. I think that's a good point. So you could potentially, you know, have technically as much experience as somebody that's in a public relations, advertising, or marketing job for, say, a decade, because you happen to know a niche uh, in a way that they don't and they won't, Um, because there is this like learning slash digital gap that is real um that gives you an opportunity to teach older people and for older people to learn from younger people which I mean I know seems crazy that we might learn something from you folks but of course I mean if we're not willing to learn then I mean what's the point really right
0: and I think also um this is just an observation from being a student I think that maybe we as students and as people who are coming into the business world and we're making plans and putting strategies together and, and things to realize as as mentioned already that maybe social isn't always the way to go no yeah. and I think that there's there's a big lack of you know oh well, we're just gonna be on Snapchat everyone's on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. But I read an article that said, you know, like Snapchat ads get 0.3 seconds of view. That's how much. No, and you can check that out on PRSSA's Twitter because I posted mm-hmm. that there. But and I and I saw that and that blew my mind. Because mm-hmm. so I think about, you know, it's like, oh, it's obvious. Like people are on there all the time, and and it's mm-hmm. the same rationale you use for all the other social media sites that, you know, it 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 doesn't work. Like they're not working. Yeah. And you have to like look that up first before just going going ahead and saying, well, that's where our audience is, so we're gonna we're gonna go there. Like that's not necessarily true for maybe what you want to be doing.
1: No. And in working with clients, I will say the pressure on a business to be in all places is very real. And part of our job as responsible digital practitioners is to say, but actually. You don't, <laughs> don't mean, have to be there. Right. You don't. And in fact, I think that I could probably make a pretty strong argument for a lot of corporations and Um, Small businesses alike that just because they're the channels are there doesn't mean that you should be there It means maybe go claim the name or make sure that no one else is going to take it But it's not like not every channel is for everyone for every message And I'm sure you've had that experience too Derek.
2: Absolutely. It's also cumbersome to maintain Uh, and and not every brand produces content that fits the, the, Mm -hmm. the medium so Instagram every post has to be visual either video or photo you can't get away with something well written uh, there has to be something there and there are ways to accommodate that with you know graphics and that kind of graphic design but uh, you 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 know you don't have to be everywhere that's something that we do definitely we, you know we give clients permission to not be everywhere mm-hmm. you know you can go claim the name and maybe put up like a pin tweet or a, mm-hmm. a, a message to find you know this is where we're active to send you know send people in the right direction but it's better to do things well in a smaller number of platforms than it is to be on all of them, flailing around uh, wildly with no, you know, discernible results. Because that's that's the that's what happens if you're not focused. If you're not doing every little touch of, of the process of making social media content or digital content for that matter uh, well, then you you end up missing the you know you don't maximize all the effort that you put into it so if you're not going to be on twitter and do your hashtag research and include the right hashtags and you know phrase it the right way and make sure to look up the names of the people you need to tag in it and make sure that you you know format it such that the images are the right size for twitter which has a very uh, narrow horizontal image uh, ratio uh, then you know you you're you're missing you know you're you're losing you're you're like giving up in the last you know 10 inches of the the touchdown drive to uh you know give up the points i don't i sports. don't sport Sporting. i don't, I don't football i should have gone with a hockey analogy yeah. the
1: sports all the sports goals
0: those yeah stuff mm-hmm. swoosh i don't know i i'm 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 unclear. <laughs> <I'm a> <laughs> well let's say um so kind of this is my last like big question, but what uh, like let's say someone has done done the things and they they feel like they you know they've gotten a lot of practice and they're going to apply. How do you think someone can put that and those experiences on a resume or or showcase them to show that they know kind of what they're doing or at least they're tr- they're trying to know and keep up with what's going on and putting effort in?
1: I think part of the responsibility is on that of the interviewer, but um, to your point, uh, to ask the right questions. But mm-hmm. to your point. Um, show if you can't showcase it on a resume, like increased Facebook followership by three hundred percent in six weeks, or or whatever the you know your um quantifiable is, then at least be able to talk about it maybe in your cover letter, so that they can at least ask you the question, so that you can describe your very particular set of situational, Skills. you know, attributes. <laughs> um, because I think that it's harder. When you're not running a brand, you know, when you're not running a brand page, it's what are you going to say? I'm proficient at Facebook. That gives me a lot of confidence (laughs) in you, right? I just had somebody the other day that put on as like top skills – graphic design experience. And I was like, I've opened up Adobe Suite. You know, I I have the experience
0: too. I've, ex- I've experienced, gra- no, no, they've just experienced graphic design in their life
1: you at know, one point or another. They've seen they've graphic seen design. They've seen
0: different, different infographics online. They can, online. They can yeah.
1: totally art. I mean, it's fine. They can spell it. Right? Um, so I think that you know, while hard to articulate, uh, you have to find a way to make the message, you know, to get the message through. And I actually have seen people do some pretty clever things recently on resumes where they almost do like this little scale where it might be like a set of 10 things software related. And the scale might be like low on left and high on the right. And they have like a little... um like they fill in the blank to like three quarters of the high. It's pretty cute. I'm not sure how I totally feel about it yet, but I like the idea of showing me about it. Right. I like the idea of graphically showing it because one, it shows that you have graphic design experience. (laughs) And two, it shows that you understand that it's not like a one to 10 in terms of experience level, but it's more, it's cloudier than that. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, I mean, a, one problem that could be f- come from that would be obviously maybe your 10 is not my 10. Right. Um, but also that potentially I would have an understanding then of how those all interact with each other and how it relates to you as a person. And then I would ask the question. I mean, I hope I would ask the question. Yeah. For the love of God. And um, you see a scale. I feel like that's the first Right. One. What is the scale? <laughs> right. How does this work? So I've seen that graphically. I like the look of that. Um, alternatively, you know, I've even had people send with um, resumes as part of their um, application package analytics reports, which I'm not opposed to, but some context is kind of needed for that. Um, but I, I like those ideas. I like being able to show as opposed to just tell. Mm-hmm. So
2: I think it would be great uh, to ask the interviewer for the opportunity to do some spec work. Mm. To sure. create a little creative brief or write up a strategy for a client, or come in with just that. so that
1: wouldn't you be blown away if someone showed up with that for you? Sure,
2: yeah. I mean, uh, take the, take the initiative if you if you feel like it. If you get to the inter, if you, I don't know, that's a good way to get to the interview phase, yeah. I suppose. Why don't we skip ahead? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> wow,
1: it, they're hired. hired.
2: My wife is right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> But yes. Brilliant.
1: Very smart. Skip skip ahead
2: and and take that take that initiative and and look, you know, find a list of their clients online, which should be fairly easy to do. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have them, that might not be a place you want to work at. But or 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 the or the company. (laughs) If it's a company, that's even easier because then you know who the client is. But yeah, take the initiative to write a creative brief. Maybe it's for a campaign, maybe it's you know overarching for the whole brand. But write it out write out a strategy come up with some ideas you know maybe make a sample content calendar make a few examples of design just like you would for a case. that would book. totally
1: blow my mind if someone showed up with that
2: man it w- I wish there was some place you could go to like mm-hmm. learn how to make case mm-hmm. books and strategic documents yeah, so, that only that existed mm-hmm. I don't know anyway <laughs> but another opportunity is also blogging uh, or doing something podcasting mm-hmm. vlogging flogging whatever whatever B-
0: Snapchatting, Stop,
2: snarping, whatever, don't, don't. whatever LARPing. it is today. LARPing, <laughs> LARPing. Sure. Why If you CLARP, I don't
0: know what these things are.
2: You know, uh, but like uh, demonstrating that, you know, that you have thoughts on this and that you're paying attention to this by, you know, re- reading and consuming and then having some thoughts of your own and sharing those somewhere uh, and having some sort of a, you know, track record of your experience, because increasingly... People are going to be looking that stuff up. They're going to be looking you up to see if you match up to the persona. That's the first thing that, that Adrian and I do when we get a resume or we hear somebody's going to speak somewhere, or do like something. What do you as, meet as we anyone go, anyone on the street, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Well, you meet anyone
0: that's true. Who mm-hmm. shakes your hand? You're like, yes. are you really? Yes. Right, right, exactly. That's it. Yes. You, we go
2: look them up, and like, and you can tell if people are. I mean, in most cases, because if you're working in digital, you're usually on digital and you're usually God, you so. if you're if you're any good at your job we should be able to find your work your body mm-hmm. of work and if we can't that's a red flag so that increasingly will be a red flag for more people
0: mm-hmm. so don't lie you yeah. lying <laughs> so please don't lie to don't
2: take other people's work and pass it off as your own because no. it's so much easier to find, find plagiarism so <laughs> well that's some
0: some people true. in our
2: profession haven't learned that yet no but. that's
0: true so don't be that be a better generation be a better person Mm -hmm. be a better candidate (laughs) Mm -hmm. well thank you guys so much for joining me tonight Um, do you have any last parting words anything you guys just kind of ended on a pretty good note so if anywhere where can they
1: find you all (laughs) <laughs> so um, yes yeah, so the uh, advertising and public relations major has really great social and so does our PRSSA club right we I sure mean knew. you do it yeah. so that's awesome I think it's I think it's great um, even when it's not great the eight, 10 out of 10 would recommend 10 out of 10, ten. ten, out of ten. recommend to a friend um, so 834 design is 834 design dot we are at 834design on Twitter, which is arguably our most snarky channel to follow True. us on. Um, Good hashtags. Yeah, there. great hashtagging. Um, we have a pretty, um, pretty great blog also. We talked about dogs earlier, so dogs, all of the dogs. Lots of dogs. I, I also still read the blogs, still like the dogs. Dogs, yes. And then um, Derek
2: uh lambert edwards is uh uh, www.lambert-edwards.com uh also at uh lambert at lambert edwards on twitter uh at lambert edwards on facebook and i'm also on twitter and instagram as derek DeVries because fortunately that's not a terribly common name so i was able to get that Mm so
1: and people can spell it
2: oh yeah most of the time (laughs) Right, right 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 yeah
1: yeah and then my personal twitter which is my favorite channel i love twitter is at adri wall a-d-r-i-w-a-l-l she sure does love twitter
0: i do love twitter (laughs) you both though i like to sometimes just comment things Mm -hmm. like like i'm involved in conversations Mm -hmm. sometimes they have gif wars and we do it's the best we're pretty good at that those are even if it makes you feel like you're at home
2: sometimes you have to create strategy for your own (laughs) marriage content
0: (laughs) so then we follow them as a couple (laughs) And they, talk about the, and they talk about their dogs, and yes. I call them bagels, and it's funny. Bagels. Sometimes I throw in a, a pun. You're punny. Yeah. You know, what mm-hmm. can I say? People don't follow me for the puns. <laughs> I don't know. if People follow me for the podcast only. The
2: is... puns are a value add. As they Yeah, say plus one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I bring to the Heart. wedding. Heart. There is some hand motions. Mm-hmm. We're going to end it on the hand motions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's fun. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to PR Hangover. If you want more PR news like this, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GV underscore PRSSA. Talk to you soon.